0: This is Harper,
1: this is Kelsey,
0: and this is For Those Sick of Convenience.
1: A podcast for the seasoned cook and the kitchen rookie.
0: All right, welcome back listeners. We hope you enjoyed our look back at 2019, our recommitment to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. 2020
1: is about starting afresh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start running more. Yeah. Going to not eat as much crap mm-hmm. going to podcast more.
0: Heck yeah.
1: And maybe cook more.
0: That could be good too. For the podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot of stuff I'm committing it's to. I know.
0: The list is pretty big. So last episode, we looked back at 2019. and this episode, I thought it would be fun to look forward to 2020. Over the holidays, I had the chance to reconnect with some people in Tucson who are listeners but who are also really heavily involved in the local, I I guess you would say food or local agriculture uh, scene, and it made me think, I would love to have these people on the podcast because I think um, getting people excited or interested about local agriculture is really important, Not not just because it tastes better, the food that they're producing or procuring, but... I think from what i've read it's better for the environment (laughs) to buy food that's made very close to
1: you was that being facetious
0: no i'm just saying i don't want to speak as an expert
1: (laughs) oh good lord we got so political in 2020 i
0: know i feel like i might see right someone's gonna message me and say small farms are bad but i don't think they are
1: And if you do think they are, don't message us.
0: Yes. (laughs) In 2020, one of the focuses of the podcast, I guess, like, simply put, is going to be vegetables. So Kelsey kind of talked about some changes she's making in her cooking slash diet. So you're going to be incorporating...
1: Going to be eating more veggies. Mm -hmm. Not so much dairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, veggie galore.
0: Veggie galore, and so you know, last year we did Year of the Pig.
1: <laughs> that was a lot of pork. That was. A-
0: <laughs> I don't know if we actually ate a lot of pork or we. Just I had-
1: did. Oh, because <laughs> I kept thinking, oh, it's Year of the Pig, or oh, pork's easy.
0: <laughs> it is both of those things. That's true. Oof. A lot of our non-pork episode recipes also featured pork, huh?
1: Yeah, we were heavy in the pork.
0: Okay, well, we are. We're on a healthier track this year. It's year of the rat. Obviously, we're not cooking and consuming that.
1: Were you born in the year of the
0: rat? Was I? Ooh, we need to look this up.
1: I'm gonna look that up while look you keep up. introducing 2020. <laughs> okay,
0: so we thought, for at least for Down With Convenience, we want to make 2020 the year of the vegetable. And we're pretty excited about that. On the On the docket, we have some guests we'd like to bring on. Someone who runs a CSA in Tucson, someone who runs a food hub in Tucson, which is a concept that is not very well known. That would be a cool thing to have on. Basically, he sources local vegetables and then provides them to local restaurants, Um, also has a stand at the farmer's market, basically serves as a middleman for farmers who either don't have the time or resources to go to the market or to restaurants, but is able to get their food out to more people. And then also we're going to talk to one of those small farmers. Hopefully they're very busy people, but yeah, he's a really interesting guy. He's running a solar powered sustainable organic farm in Southern Arizona. So think about that. Yeah.
1: This is unveiling a lot of stuff I didn't even anticipate. Well,
0: as we mentioned,
1: Kelsey rarely knows the plan. (laughs) I'm holding my cat right now.
0: (laughs) She's holding her cat. Shocked. (laughs) shocked, But also, we're not just... uh, Kelsey, I think in the previous episode mentioned a vegan community that she was starting to uh, hang out with and prepare food with, and we're going to have Someone yeah. from them, come on, right? We might
1: be getting some people from there.
0: I would yeah. love that. Let's expand our reach.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. little Denver, Colorado for you.
0: Yeah. Did you find out, was I born in the year of the rat?
1: No, you are born in the year of the dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was born the year of the snake. Oof. Ooh, wow. Should not admit <laughs> that. I was well, born in the year of the dog, too. Do we know <laughs> any
0: year of the rat people? I'm wondering why you thought I was Year of the Rat.
1: Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I was at the Chinese restaurant in Sheridan, Wyoming one time, and I remember being like, oh, yeah, I am Year of the Snake. Watch out, assholes. And I was like, Harper, Year of the Rat. But it might have been somebody else that was Year of the Rat, obviously, because you're Year of the Dog. I'm
0: Year of the Dog. Okay. Well, glad we cleared that up.
1: Maybe it's snakes get along with rats.
0: Oh, okay. We'll see. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's a non-food topic that we'll uh, figure out mm-hmm. <laughs> offline.
1: We'll also be offering some free um, horoscope readings. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously I'm very good at that. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a lot of dead air, um, but eventually <laughs> she does get the Google page loaded.
1: <laughs> Once my cat jumps off of my shoulder leaves me alone. Uh
0: (laughs) So in looking to 2020, for us, it'll be year of the vegetable. I thought that was interesting because at work, a lot of people have been uh, talking about uh, trying like a month of vegan cooking or going vegetarian or... So I'm kind of curious where this is coming from. I know where ours is coming from, but I'm wondering where other people's is. Do you have any insight from social media, the World Wide Web,
1: <laughs> world <laughs> your friends? Um, um, well, a lot of it is meat is bad for the people, argue
2: mm-hmm. that
1: production of meat is bad for the environment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, red meat isn't the best for you to eat yeah. 24-7. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of... Maybe it's our neighborhood or our circle of friends, but I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of the restaurants and food we've been going to have been vegan based yeah. or have light meat oh, options, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I think people being more aware of how stuff is produced. Mhm. It's also, you know, a factor. And I, I for me Mm-hmm. sometimes I walk by the meat counter and it makes me nauseous. So I'm like, well, today I'm not eating meat. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, the reason I asked you, well, uh, we're in a much smaller town here, but you're in Denver, which is kind of, a there's a lot of young people there. There's a lot of new food scene there. So I was just curious if, so it is something that you've noticed.
1: Oh, yeah. I would say like in the last, I don't know, probably eight months, mm-hmm. probably, there's a lot of food trucks that are vegan. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, like I said, a lot of restaurants that aren't vegan necessarily, but
0: mm-hmm. they have
1: less meaty options on the menu. So they're trying to focus more on
0: vegetables
1: vegetables, and what they bring.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. So, in keeping with that, cuz you're eliminating some things from your diet, are there any uh ingredients you're looking to explore more of? You mentioned you're eating kale, which you hate, which is interesting. Yes. Any other vegetables that you'd like to uh do more of?
1: I don't know. I mean, I we get pretty good vegetables, so I eat a healthy amount of vegetables. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think that there's any specific vegetable that I'm looking to eat more of, I think I'm a person that goes on habits.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So I'll probably be eating kale for a while and then get really sick of it. (laughs) And then I'll go back to like broccoli every Uh day. And then I'll be like, Oh my God, I can't have another thing of broccoli. (laughs) And then it'll be like cauliflower or something. And then it'll be so those kinds of things, I think happen to me more frequently mm-hmm. and I've noticed the grocery store next to us has a, a variety of mushrooms
0: oh okay yeah
1: and so in place of the meat I've been trying to do like meatier mushrooms mm-hmm. that same restaurant that we I went to yeah. some people did a like meaty mushroom mix of mm-hmm. all the mushrooms that were I guess, what they could get that were fresh. And then they did like a crunchy farro, I think.
0: I love, yeah, farro, farro, I don't know.
1: Farro, whatever. Um,
0: I, I think you're right, farro. I've heard that more often. Anyway.
1: And they did a simple dressing on it, and that was <gasps> basically it. And it was yummy. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, I think mushrooms will probably take the place of a lot of mm-hmm. meat for me, but they always have. Yeah. And beans.
0: Mm -hmm. I know. I love beans. Yeah. Unsung heroes. Well, maybe in some circles (laughs) they are, but I feel like people are like pot of beans. I love beans made from scratch.
1: Mm -hmm. That is something I wanted to try. Mm -hmm. I have not done that yet.
0: Oh, really? Let me send you a method and a recipe.
1: Yeah, or I could buy an instant pot.
0: <laughs> you could that was where you
1: going I do
0: that I mean for cooking beans, I can see how well, I've never tried beans out of an instant pot. I trust people who say they're good, but that's one I don't usually like to have a lot of extra kitchen gadgets, but if I could get a pot of beans like same day,
1: I'm tempted. you might think about it. Okay. There's some variety of the instant pot that was made in Europe. Before mm-hmm. the Instant Pot A coworker was telling me Oh And she uses it to make beans And she was like if you... I wish I could remember the name But she was raving about it Told me oh. she had some coupons for it So
0: mm-hmm. Okay
1: Might also do that I don't know yet <laughs> Did spend all my last paycheck On the microphone So <laughs> Yeah
0: It's a good one
1: <laughs> Muppets biting me Because we don't have any heat In our home now
0: Oh she's telling a tale (laughs) I'm kidding (laughs) um oh okay so you might add an instapot to your repertoire maybe
1: maybe I'm saying that and looking at my kitchen counters right now and I'm like
0: yeah I know (sighs) (laughs)
1: okay
0: you'd really have to love those beans
1: to get into it Really love them. Mm -hmm. Love them, love them, love them. Although Raby went to Cuba and he he said I could eat beans beans and rice the rest of my... I'm like, all right,
2: Uh send you
1: to Harper. Yeah. Beans and rice and an apple every day. (laughs) Oh, come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's healthy. It's a complete meal. Complete nutrition. (laughs) Beans and rice. It is. Yeah. That reminds me. I listened to a podcast with... I'm going to butcher her name, I'm pretty sure. Madra Joffrey. The Indian cooking expert who's published a lot of uh cookbooks for She the does salt no 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 she, no 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 she has published a lot of cookbooks uh for indian cooking uh, and i think targeted at like a us audience um and she i have one of her cookbooks and i've used uh, several of her recipes and he was asking her why she thought indian cooking didn't ever catch on and so when I heard that I was like that is a really healthy cuisine that I would like to cook more of and I love in 2020. So a
1: lot of vegan vegetarian oh. is Indian because nice. if there is like a cream in it it's typically coconut cream.
2: Yeah. Mhm.
1: So yes I have made I made a like a chicken tikka masala before the holidays and I love lentils. Me too. So Mm. I've been on this lentil train. Mm -hmm. Lentil on arugula. Have you ever had that? Heck yeah. Lentil salad. Come on. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I would agree. It's very easy to feed a lot of people Mm -hmm. cheaply. And it is a healthier diet.
0: Yeah. Or it can be depending on, yeah.
1: Depending on what your needs are. For me it would be healthier for me
0: yeah mm -hmm. and well the thing I like about it too is just the spices are so interesting to your palate it's not like you're eating a lot of bland food so you don't feel like you're like not eating something or depriving yourself of something like it's just those, the flavor combinations are so delicious so yeah in 2020 uh I think I'm gonna do a lot more Indian cooking we'll report back on that we could maybe have an episode
1: oh we should Go figure.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. Go do a little
1: bit of that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, do you have any other things you're looking forward to cooking-wise or eating-wise in 2020?
1: Eating or cooking. Um, I'm supposed to eat less. Mm -hmm. Also suggested by a doctor. (laughs) Um.
0: Well, we're not medical professionals, but we consult them. (laughs) <laughs> yes.
1: And I was like, "Oh, I'll see how it goes." Yeah. <laughs> I
0: really like
1: food. <laughs> I keep trying to do these um because I have been trying to be healthier. Mm-hmm. Last year was crazy, buying a house, moving, new job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I didn't eat the best mm-hmm. and put on a few lbs. <laughs> Not necessarily a muscle. <laughs> So, she wasn't
0: lifting weights. <laughs>
1: um, I was like looking at all of these diets and it's very sad for, I don't know, women and men, I guess. There are all these diets that say, you know, like restrict everything or don't mm-hmm. do this, don't do that. And it made me really bummed out and I was like, oh my God, I can't eat this or that. And then I was like, no, forget it. I'm just going to eat what I eat. And yeah, yeah, maybe I'll eat a little bit less, Mm -hmm. maybe don't go out all the time. But yeah, that's mainly what I'm, I guess, redefining my relationship with food.
0: Oh, so I once read, I think it was Melissa Clark who writes for the New York Times and has done a lot of cookbooks and stuff. I think someone asked her, like, how do you, she's very thin. I mean, it wasn't more about her like appearance, but they were like, how do you maintain like a healthy diet when you're, Mm -hmm. you're making all this delicious food and all this eating all this food because she writes about food and she said uh, she had to learn I don't know if she had to learn or I'm paraphrasing and I maybe I'm gonna get the gist of it though that she got used to the idea that she could leave food on her plate and that doesn't mean like waste a lot of food but if she had enough bites that she enjoyed it, she didn't have to finish it because it wasn't going to be, like, her last meal. Because sometimes you get that we're like, oh, this is so good, I have to, like, finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, And she had to convince herself or she realized, like, oh, like, I've enjoyed however many bites of this, I'm full, and that's it.
1: Yeah, so I think I... that's... And I need to drink a lot more water.
0: Oh, water is very good for
1: Yeah, I think that... <laughs> <laughs> i think that yeah surprise surprise Water's good for you and next um,
0: thing you're gonna tell me
1: is... <laughs> <laughs> but i think that helps mm-hmm. overall me mm-hmm. feeling full and not like going to a bag of chips or something but
0: mm. Ooh, chips are my weakness they're I so love freaking chips.
1: Good, oh god i know We got the lightly salted ones.
0: Yeah, I just can't.
1: (laughs) Jalapeno cheddar.
0: Ooh, not cheddar, but just jalapeno, yeah. Mm. Mm. We should have a junk food episode. Did we already do that? I don't think so. No,
1: No, but I would be pretty good at the junk Mm -hmm. food. (laughs) Went to Walgreens to get some cold medicine, and I was like... Ooh. better get some nutter butters while i'm here nutter
0: butters i would have never guessed but you know what my favorite thing is the peanut butter filled pretzels Ooh, they're so good oh. they're good peanut butter filled pretzels okay not All the right, whole foods better. ones the whole foods ones are gross but the trader joe's ones good
1: well yeah because everything trader joe's makes is like yeah crack
0: i know oh they're so beet crackers very good beet uh they're corn based but they have beet flavor and flax seeds in them they're like huh. little snacking crackers for hummus or crackers are my weakness too
2: very good
1: very yeah. good
0: uh-huh. look it up
1: just check those out i haven't been to trader joe's in a hot minute
0: i know <laughs> <laughs> i think you mentioned that you'll be traveling Ooh, a lot yes
1: yes i will be traveling Not a whole lot, but... So where um, are you
0: going? Because maybe you're going to some cities where people can recommend food. Well,
1: I'm going to Charleston in April.
0: South Carolina?
1: Yes, so I will be in Food Central.
0: That's going to be amazing.
1: I'm already going to get some shrimp and grits. I know that is the must. Mm-hmm. So um haven't planned out my whole trip there yet. Usually I plan it around food. Yes. I went to Portland, Maine with my husband in September.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the whole trip I just planned around food and breweries and by the way everyone should go to portland maine it's phenomenal
0: i've heard that from you're the second person i've heard that from so obviously
1: (laughs) the people are super nice Mm -hmm. it's so it was just beautiful Mm -hmm. the food was delicious Mm. it was very good
0: okay i'm putting it on my list
1: we might plan a trip together not sure where Mm -hmm. my husband and i and then next fall I go to Milwaukee
2: Oh-ho. for work mm-hmm.
1: and oh in between then I am going back to Maine at the end of August for a wedding. <gasps> oh fun. Near the Portland area so.
0: Nice.
1: Some more lobster for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Is lobster seasonal up there? I'm assuming it is
1: feel like I should give you a much more educated answer because <laughs> the conference I went to, there was a lobster guy that presented and the effects of climate change. And I did not listen. I was eating. Oh, boy. <sighs> Missed
0: opportunity. <sighs> I'll have to Google that.
1: <laughs> Something. I know it depends on the temperature of the water. I that do know sense. that.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I haven't been in a lobster area, so I have, I have no knowledge about it.
1: Um, I had actually, we had a lot of lobster. Mm-hmm. And I will say some of the lobster I had was not very good. Ooh. But we went to this one place called 4th Street, and it's right by the bay, mm-hmm. or like the docks. And it was a teeny little lobster, but mm-hmm. that sucker was so good.
0: Okay, so small. Maybe mm-hmm. it's better. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. But they also have phenomenal oysters. I love oh, oysters. Oh, I
0: love oysters.
1: I yeah. went to Oyster Town. Mm. Just oyster after oyster after oyster. Hot sauce, lemon sauce. Give me every sauce. Uh
0: huh. Do you do them raw? Yeah. Okay. I just asked. Some people say they like oysters and they like them cooked, and I'm like, <gasps> I've
1: never had a cooked oyster. I <laughs> well, I guess either. in grandma's. Oh, oyster dressing. Stuffing, <laughs> I. I guess it's only time I've had a cooked oyster. I know.
0: I just had to make sure.
1: Although dad told me in Charleston to try some grilled oysters.
0: That's what this person, I think, had. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I know.
0: I'm like, hmm, it's the texture. What's the texture? If it's chewy, mm-hmm. I'm not on board.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going against my religion by eating that. So because yeah. I'm such an oyster connoisseur now.
0: Exactly. Ooh, especially the. my favorite are the ones from that area.
1: Yeah, because there's they're baby
0: ones. Oh yeah, I need small. Like, if it's the size of my,
1: I don't know. The ones I had weren't very like a uh, crustaceous. Like, it didn't have the giant bumps on the shells or anything. Oh,
0: smooth. Yeah, smooth little little babies.
1: Mhm. Mhm. They're very good.
0: Mhm.
1: And so yeah, I would highly suggest Portland, Maine, and there's so many delicious breweries. Oh, everywhere.
0: so I think. You and I both probably can agree, but beer, even if it's, like, an IPA or New England style, whatever, like, depending on the area, I feel like there's some common trends. So, were, did they have, like, a a brewery terroir, so to say, in Portland, Maine?
1: They were heavily focused on, like, sours or oh. open fermentation, okay. like farmhouse. Yeah, okay. They made fun of... Everyone in Colorado being into, and California being into hazy IPAs and juicy IPAs and creamy IPAs, oh. they're making fun of us for it. Wow. Okay. But we went to Allagash, which is was like That's the first one, right? employee-owned brewery, oh. one of the first mm-hmm. before New Belgium even.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: God rest its soul. Oh, tell me and, about it.
0: Uh, <laughs> So sad.
1: Yeah. They had phenomenal open fermentation, like farmhouse style. So it was, they were bitter, but they're very good. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, that makes me excited because I love those beers. And truth be told, I haven't had many lately or within the last couple of years.
1: The acidity on theirs are like way lower than anything then I've like had like
0: a here. sour, sour beer?
1: Yeah. Oh, They okay. were true to the style and it was like very very good Mm. and not a lot of stouts but we did go to this nova rays beer cafe i totally slaughtered that name Mm -hmm. and they (laughs) did um, find it (laughs) nope you go underground you go down an alley and you go down some stairs and they had a lot of belgians and they had Because it was Oktoberfest when we were there. Mm -hmm. Belgian beer that you could only get there. That Mm -hmm. was straight from Belgium. And it was... I had one that was a Flounders. It was like candy.
0: You mean Flanders?
1: Flanders. Not (laughs) Flanders. (laughs) Flanders of fish. Flanders.
0: (laughs) Tastes very salty and... (laughs) uh, A little chunky. A little uh, huh, a fishy beer. <laughs> yes.
1: No, Flanders. And Flanders. it was delicious. It oh. was like candy. Oof, it was so good.
0: Huh. So this is good. I'm glad we talked because I've been getting a little bored with beer. And I think it's because I've been focused on a certain type of American craft brew. But I think I need to, you know, broaden my horizons. When we lived in Chicago, we were drinking a lot of the farmhouse style and really enjoyed it. I don't know why I got out of it.
1: Yeah, it's so good. It's <sighs> well, it's because just like they were making fun of us, we all went into this hazy, creamy oh. IPA mm-hmm. crap. That,
0: yeah, boy, I'm a predictable Californian.
1: But I did go to the beer fest and ooh
0: in the in Denver. Ooh, tell me.
1: Yes, it was not as uh, maybe it was me, but it was not as. Big or as good as it has been in the past.
0: Interesting.
1: A lot of the bigger breweries in Denver actually didn't even go. Oh. But I had two favorite beers. One surprised me. It was from Alaska Brewing, and it was a Smoky Porter.
0: Hmm. Okay. And it was
1: very good. And then the other was from Santa Fe Brewing.
0: I love them. I'm familiar. And it was
1: called, like, Chicken Killer or something. I don't know. It was a barley wine. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, You're a barley wine fan.
1: Well, I had one and I was like, that was delicious. <laughs> and then I was like, can I get some more? And the guy's like, this is like 15%. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, I better go get a piece of pizza before I have this <laughs> One moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm on the back of my feet spinning. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Let me go compose myself. I'll be right back. <laughs>
1: yeah. You'll see me again, rest (laughs) assured. (laughs) And I had, um, we were next to Avery Brewing, because I worked for my friend. Mm -hmm. And we had, they had some sort of bottles that they kept pouring for us, because we were pouring for the event. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And it was like a cherry bonbon.
0: Cherry bonbon. It It tasted
1: like a cherry bonbon. I don't know what it was. Was it sweet,
0: though? I just... It was a little
1: bit sweet, and there was a volunteer there that
0: oh, had too really many. liked
1: it, and then she <laughs> came frantically running up to me, I've lost my phone, can you look in the bathroom? And I was like, ah, <laughs> tis the fate of the cherry bonbon.
0: Oh, so beware of cherry bonbon.
1: But it was good, it was good. But yeah, it was a little disappointing, it wasn't as...
0: Interesting, as.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I remember the the year of the sour, like when the sours yeah. came out, everyone was brewing it, and it was mm-hmm. really exciting. And mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so that's what I'm curious about. And the person who is gonna, Kelsey's gonna ask to be on to talk about vegan cooking is actually a br- vegan brewer. And so maybe we can ask him. I would love to know what, like, what is exciting on the beer front.
1: Yeah, and he might know. He might not. He brews everything. Yeah. But I do know his favorite style, I think, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say, I think, is the farmhouse. He likes Mm -hmm. the fermentation, messing with the fermentation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was not a, it was a strange year at the beer fest. Hmm. It's very weird.
0: Well, I feel like craft brewing is in a weird moment.
1: Well, yeah, they've made everything they could make.
0: New Belgium's gone and. Boulder uh, Brewing just closed. I mean New Belgium's not gone people it's just it's no longer employee owned
1: it's been bought out
0: <laughs> been bought out by the big guys but uh yeah it's interesting I mean I still enjoy and as a winemaker I mm, certain times of year I probably drink more beer than wine it's interesting
1: That's also a thing I'm cutting back for 2020 wine beer Oh <laughs> wine
0: Switch to wine.
1: (laughs) How often do you think I drink wine?
0: Well, I wish you lived closer because my living room is full of it.
1: (laughs) Well, I could, yes. I could help you with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, beer. (laughs) Trying to cut back on the beer. Gotcha. Apparently, that doesn't help you lose weight.
0: (laughs) Apparently, that's got a lot of calories. (laughs) (laughs) That's no fun. Apparently that's no fun. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Kind of.
1: <laughs> Anyways.
0: Anyways. Oh, okay. Well, I am pretty excited about we ha- what we have on the docket and I feel like we're going to come up with some really interesting ideas.
1: What are you Did I ask you what your plans are? You cooking more with vegetables?
0: Cooking more with vegetables, Indian food. I want to do more of that. Hmm, I don't know. I am going to try, because I think last year, it's funny that you mentioned, like, you get stuck on one vegetable. When you get busy on not fun things like work, I get really uninspired, like, for cooking. And I end up making, like, the same things. So I'm going to try and not do that so that, because then you start making things that aren't interesting. And then you feel like work's dominating your life. And you're just like, blah.
2: And
1: then you're in your therapist's office asking my life, what's the purpose of life? Why do I work? Just to get a paycheck, just to pay the uh, exactly. bills. Exactly, yeah. Where's the, where's the meaning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get that too. And everyone's like, oh, but it's easier if you know what you're... And I'm like, I can't eat the same thing all the time. No, see,
0: and I'm the opposite. And it has to do with everyone's personality. Like for some people, yeah, having like the same thing or like the same five things, like... Cause f- I think it it depends if food is important to your like your well being. And for some people it's just fuel, which is completely fine. Like but for me there's an emotional connection, so I ha it has to be more.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It same for me. It has to be an experience. It can't be like Bleh.
0: I know. You're like here, eat this, it's good for you. Or here it's food. <laughs> I hate
1: that. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's it's also hard for uh well me to cook a lot because Denver is becoming this giant well it's a food hub.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We have a lot of phenomenal restaurants, mm-hmm. and we've lived in one, four neighborhoods now. So I'm always like, oh, we haven't been to the Old City Park neighborhood. We should go try this restaurant. Let's try this restaurant. So I need to be better about cooking at home.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it is fun. I miss I miss that part about living in a city. Sometimes we're like, oh, if only we could just go to like our favorite Thai place in Chicago or go get pho or yeah.
1: But then it's always sad when you go to the old neighborhood and you're like, oh, I don't recognize this at all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also, when did the prices increase by like triple? You're like, God, I don't know i think 2020 will be a good year
0: mm-hmm. i do too we don't have to share our age but i'll be an odd age you're also going to be an odd age those are always better years right no
1: for me they are dude you're talking to uh, your most neurotic sibling
0: mm, true
1: i like even numbers
0: oh okay uh, never mind i'm excited that's why my
1: birthday is like the worst <laughs> An odd
0: day <laughs> in an odd year. Maybe change your thinking. Maybe change your thinking. Come on. Get on, get on board with my odd year thing.
1: Do it. Okay. Odd years. Good yeah. years. Yeah. Good years. Great years. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Let's get some people cooking. Let's get some people cooking. Let's get cooking. ourselves cooking. Mm-hmm. Baking maybe. Yeah. I think we should also post that lemon or the poppy seed window cookie recipe because those are
0: good we might enjoy the raft of the new york times cooking
1: oh yeah, yeah the wall yeah the wall we gotta the honor wall. the wall <laughs> honor the wall be south of the wall do not go north of the yeah. wall yeah
0: but okay. you know what let me take a look at it maybe i can
1: <laughs> well you know what maybe i'll maybe make that lemon curd but if it doesn't taste as good as the stuff i buy i'm not gonna do it
0: it tastes phenomenal but anyway that i can post because it's on food 52.
1: <laughs> That's good on toast, on mm, in spoonfuls. just eating it for a quick dessert, just a little mm-hmm. yeah. a little
0: brightness to the end of the meal. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, well, we're going to let our listeners go and we're going to get cracking on 2020 and
1: just blow people's minds with the amount of cooking I do
0: and the amount of podcasting we do
1: it's going to be so heavy in podcasting
0: <laughs> kelsey's like oh my god i got this new microphone i got to yeah put it to use got to make it pay for it so again no
1: sponsors but nope still <laughs> maybe that will change <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get really famous this year. Oh, is a...
0: Odd year. Odd year. Year of the rat. <laughs> the I don't know rat. what
1: the rat signifies, but.
0: Fame and fortune.
1: All I can think of is the rat in Ninja Mutant, Teenage Mutant. <gasps>
0: well, he was a wise. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Yes. And I think that. This has come full circle. That is why I thought you were born in the year of the rat because we used to watch that all the time, and I don't know why I thought that you were the year of the rat. Because I'm not
0: associating
1: you with the rat, (laughs) but I am in a way.
0: That wouldn't be bad. He was wise. He was smart. He was the their like uh or not leader, but he was like their advisor.
1: I thought he raised them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Parent.
1: To be not the same as advisor
0: well i mean yeah i guess not was <laughs> their
1: guidance counselor through middle school
0: i don't really remember the details but i did like the show
1: <laughs> yeah all right well
0: we've digressed okay well until next time uh it's gonna be about vegetables
1: <laughs> get ready get your veggies ready <laughs> i'm harper And I'm Kelsey.
0: And this is for those sick of convenience. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms. You can find us online at ftsoc.home.blog and on Instagram at downwithconvenience. Until next time.